Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Welcome to the show. It's a Tuesday. Mark Aram and crew with you till 8 in the p.m. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of big local stuff. The Braves win. I got to start the show by saying rest in peace to Eddie Van Halen. Uh, I don't know. Deborah Green from 97 won the river. Atlanta's classic hits, hits station. The greatest one of the top. I mean, when you talk about guitarists of all time, you're always going to throw in Jimi Hendrix. And then if you, a little bit later, obviously, because he was gone so soon for my generation, you're going to say Eddie Van Halen. People picked up a guitar to try to be Eddie Van Halen, to learn his technique. Yeah, definitely. Well, we're going to play proper proper tribute to Eddie later on in the show. Um, But we like to kick things off on Tuesday with a very fun, interactive game that you can play along in your car. Would you rather? It's time. Would you rather with little Sanjay? He is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and uh, Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. He's little Sanjay and Would You Rather. How you doing, Sanjay? I'm doing well, man. Just staying busy getting close to this tax deadline on October 15th. There's another tax deadline? Yeah, man. The extended folks, people that took a break uh, and said, you know what, we'll get it done later. All right. And again, if you don't know, uh, if you don't know this, Sanjay is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. And for the last 12 years has done the taxes for Donald J. Trump. So if you only want to pay 750 bucks, <laughs> Sanjay is your dude. Brass.tax online. Sanjay, Eddie Van Halen passed. I knew you grew up in India and Alabama, but uh, you're around that age that he would have been a big deal, right? Oh, he was a huge deal, man. I remember all the all the all the music videos, the hot for teacher. I mean, this is it's it, it's a spot in my heart that'll never get yeah. filled. Uh, forgive my ignorance. Do you do you know how to play an instrument? Do you, like the ukulele? I do. Or something? I play guitar. Guitar. I play guitar. Yeah, not yeah. anywhere near. Do you have a Frankenstrat? The, uh, no, I have an actual Stratocaster, and I got a Laravie acoustic that I love. Was so. it Eddie Van Halen, Jimi Hendrix, or a Bollywood star that got you hooked on uh, <laughs> on the guitar? <laughs> Uh, it's Jimi Hendrix. Jimi I Hendrix. mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah one for of the, sure. One of the cast members that wished her remains anonymous wants to know if you know how to play the sitar. Uh, no, but my dad <laughs> does, and he will be giving me that sitar Shut soon. Up. Really? So. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right, so yeah. here's the deal. Uh, enough, enough messing around. Sanjay's going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to try to answer them in the studio, and I'd love for you to play along in your car or at home. What is the first question, Sanjay? All right. Would you rather have 300,000 extremely loyal social media followers or two extremely loyal servants in real life? Servants? What? The, absolutely. <laughs> like not like they're they're paid, right? They're 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 not yeah, yeah, held yeah. against their own yeah. will. Let me just clarify just, that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, give me Jeez. a cleaning lady and a cook. Or yeah, absolutely. What three hundred? I have three hundred thousand followers. I, 
What does that get me? Grief. Whoa. Every time I tweet something, people are like, what, what about this? Oh, forget it. Yeah, give me two servants. That's the dream right there. Social media is the worst thing ever. It we could are, be. We're forced to use it. I really, really dislike it. I don't like the idea of having servants because that's kind of weird too. Yeah. But I'll take that over social media trolls I'm not going to call them a servant, no, by the way. Be my They're friends. employees and friends. <laughs> yeah. By the way, have you guys seen The Social Dilemma yet on Netflix? No. Mm-hmm. Must watch. Must watch. You'll, you'll watch that. Chuck, you're barely. Oh, by the way, condolences on your dog, man. Oh. Why didn't you yeah. even tell me? Nice. You're such a stoic. You're, he's more stoic than you, Longoria. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's yeah. we'll talk about that later. I'm so yeah, sorry, I man. By the way, you you you're not on Facebook much. You post pictures nah, of your kids pretty much and your it. dog when yeah. he dies, and don't tell anybody. <laughs> um, but you'll you'll delete your Facebook account oh, after watching 100%. it. Hundred percent. Yeah, watch watch the social dilemma. I mean, literally everyone needs to watch it, and especially if you've got parents uh, that are in their 60s or older, watch it with them, because. It's insane what's going on on social media, with, especially with Facebook and the older generation. It's ridiculous. Please watch that tonight or t- sometime this week, The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Uh, you want the servants, right? Oh, not of course. The, not yeah, the followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. servants. Servants, 100%. Oh, yeah. Which two servants would you choose? So I go cleaning lady and cook or cleaning person and cook. Butler. Oh, you want a butler? You can do everything. Yeah. Please change my daughter's yeah. diaper. My, my daughters were asking for a butler this week, and they were like, what's a butler? And I t- explained it to yeah. them, and they were like, can we get one? I'm like, no. Yeah. That's I'm what your rich. mother-in-law is. Yeah, daddy's not rich. Dress your mother-in-law up in a little butler outfit. <laughs> Chuck, which two servants do you want? Uh, I would get a cook and like a landscape gardener. Oh, yeah, Take yeah. care of everything. But I don't get to make decisions, so my wife would wife probably it. pick the, the uh, cleaning housekeeper. Little, cleaning yeah. person. Uh, Deborah, what about you? Yeah, totally yard person mm-hmm. all the way. And then, yeah, I guess cleaning. I mean, I can clean, but sure. Yeah. I bet a lot of people listening right now would say if you can have two servants, one of them would be a driver. Little uh, Sanjay continues with would you rather. What's the next question, Sanjay? All right. Number two, would you rather have unlimited fruit smoothies or unlimited cut fresh fruit? And I can choose whatever fruit I want. Yeah, of course. If you want star fruit, it's all yours. That wouldn't have made my top ten. Um, here's I enjoy fruit smoothies, um, as the Sanjay's dog that you can hear in the background. <laughs> um, but they fill me up so much that I can't yeah. eat after. I don't want a smoothie to be my meal. But I I love fresh cut fruit, fresh mangoes. You remember Seinfeld? Mm-hmm. It moved. Um, so give me uh, unlimited fresh cut fruit, any kind I want. Kiwi. Uh, guava, what a pomegranate. Yeah, I want the fresh cut fruit. I have never had a smoothie. Really? I, I think they're too Shocking. sugary, right? There's a lot of sugar in it. Uh, they there can, can be. be. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather just eat fresh fruit. They they fruit don't have a, like a, a smoothie bar at your gym? No. No, oh, interesting. No, I go to the cheap gym. Okay, yeah. fresh cut fruit for yep. Deborah as well. Low tea, Chuck. Oh, 100% the fruit. The fresh I cut get fruit. tired of the, the smoothies yeah. after a while. There's only so many combinations, but, man, there's a lot of fruit out there's, there. Interesting. Uh, Longoria. Yeah, fresh cut fruit. So back when I worked at my uncle's cigar store in Buckhead, there was a Smoothie King below. I don't know if it's still there, right in the Peach Shopping Center, Peach uh, Road. And I used to go down there and get smoothies a lot. They, they were good. And uh, an, uh, they had the best tuna fish sandwich you've ever had. <laughs> at Smoothie King? It was crazy. Really? It wasn't even a sandwich. It was a wrap. It was a tuna salad wrap. Amazing. I don't know if they have it anymore right now. Cafe at Far Dunwoody has the best tuna they salad do. sandwich in the world. It is so my good. Man. I'm not even kidding. We, Maya and I get that like every Sunday. We get Uber Eats delivery. It's the, the best tuna salad. Cafe at Far Dunwoody especially. Special love yeah. in that one. Um, all right, next question, Sanjay. Wait, you said <laughs> all fruit? Right, would you rather have... Yeah, I said yeah. fruit. Would you, ra- 
<laughs> would you rather have dinner early, like before 5 p.m., or late, like after 8 p.m.? I'm kind of stuck with that right now. Like, I don't know when to eat dinner. So I wake up at 4 p.m., and I'm here by 5, and I'm on the air at 6. So there's no time really to eat dinner. But by, by 8 o'clock, I'm freaking starving, as Longoria can attest. <sighs> In a perfect world, I want to eat late and go to bed late, but my schedule doesn't permit it. So give me an 8 p.m. dinner. I like, you know, and then stay up till midnight, 1 a.m. Yeah, I kind of eat dinner late now because I'll mm-hmm. prep everything and then I'll eat with my husband at home. So yeah. I guess I'll just stick with that. All right. Longoria, or low-tea chuck, rather. I miss having dinner early. That's how we had it when I was a kid. Yeah. But now with this schedule, I don't eat dinner till We had to eat before the sun went down. Basically, so yeah. You you save the candles. You be able to cut your steak. You can't <laughs> save anything. Save the candles in... Uh, I'd much rather eat early. Yeah. Yeah. How many candles a week did you go through in Montana? Uh, not a lot, because you really only use one in a room. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like you're, it's not like the the movies where you got fifty candles. Did you walk house. around as a kid in Whitefish, Montana? Yes. Like, if you had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, yes. Did you have to light a candle next to the bed to guide you through your way? No. The... After a while, you kind of become a blind person. <laughs> you can pretty much know where everything is in yeah. the room, and you have a good sense nice. of how many steps you are from. So you don't yeah. really have to. Right. Use. I can never get enough of Low T's Montana stories. <laughs> Longoria. I forgot the question. I already forgot the question, too. What is the question? Uh, eat dinner early oh, or Yeah, late? eat dinner after 8. I mean, after I eat eight. at yeah. 9 anyway. So. Right. Those early bird specials in Florida are clutch, though. They are. When Maya and I went down to St. Pete, we were like, well, if we get to there at 4.30, we get the two-for-one grouper. So yep. we, we, yeah. and you can have a later dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like pre-dinner. Uh, next question, Sanjay. All right. Would you rather know absolutely everything there is to know about one of your hobbies or pastimes mm-hmm. or know a little about absolutely everything. I have gotten this far in life because I know a little about a lot of stuff, right? I'm not an expert in just about anything, but I can hold an intelligent conversation in pretty much any uh, topic you want. In fact, back on the old show, 12, 10 to midnight, we would do this once in a while. I would say, you pick the topic. And I'd have callers pick, and they'd be like, uh, Czechoslovakian uh, revolution. And you're right, Sanjay? I'm good. All right. Sorry. And I would do I would do ten minutes on the check like like I have enough surface knowledge to get by on pretty much anything, and I enjoy that. So I'm going to choose that, Deborah. Yeah, I th- yeah I think it'd be easier to know a little bit about a lot of things. That yeah. way, people aren't trying to dupe you either. Like if you're you know <laughs> yeah, like if yeah. you only know one thing, yeah, so exactly. yeah, a little about a lot, less gullible yes. perhaps. Uh, low T Chuck. A little about everything. I think the practicality there, yeah. it's better. Like, I might have to do some plumbing around the house. Oh, I know a little plumbing. I could probably figure that out. Yeah, Mary, that's one thing I don't know. Yeah. Is, is, See, is the, the, I'm saying, like, there's little things. That I you used Drano like, oh. last week, though. That was pretty oh, exciting. Wow. I'm yeah. excited about you. Uh, that stuff really doesn't work. <laughs> Not really. Uh, I mean, <laughs> no, no. I think it's a placebo for bottle. me. Yeah, you really do. I mean, it worked, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Longoria. A little about a lot. A little about yeah. a lot. Sanjay, next question. All right. Would you rather that all the potatoes you eat from now on be baked or that they be mashed? Mashed. Mashed potatoes for the win. One of my favorite foods of all time. Absolutely. Mashed potatoes yeah. are one of the greatest foods ever. I'm not, and I'm, and for the, listen, I don't want to get political here. For those baked potato fans out there, I love a baked potato. Don't get me wrong. But mashed potatoes all day, every day. The best comfort food in the world. It's not even a question. Mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, mashed potatoes. Do they have potatoes in India, Sanjay? They do lots right. of potatoes, lots like the big uh, Idaho russets, or do you get them like mm, get them probably not Idaho, but but you know those Pakistani purple ones. <laughs> yes, All correct. Right. Sanjay, great job as always, my friend. He is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. Find him on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting or Brass Tax. Uh, we'll talk to you on Thursday, buddy. 
My man. All right. Eddie Van Halen, rest in peace. All Van Halen tonight on the Mark Aram Show, 404-872-0750. Back after this. win a game one of the NLDS over the uh, Florida Marlins. Uh, my nephew, Ronald Acuna Jr., hit a home run and got hit by a pitch, I believe. We'll break down the Braves in just a second. Bill joins us in Brazelton. Bill, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Love your show. Thank you, brother. Just want to share some Van Halen memories. <clears throat> it, and when I was a junior in high school in 78, we went to them and Black Sabbath. They opened for Black Sabbath and they absolutely blew them off the stage and I got hooked, you know, play guitar and do all that stuff. Never Eddie Van Halen type talent, but uh Well who I mean you know, who I think, is, obviously. What year was it? You said seventy eight, Bill? Seventy eight. I was a junior in high school and saw them there. It was fantastic. I ended up going to their shows for probably about the next five years. Um and you know, back then you had to camp out to get decent tickets because there was no ticket master. Sure. <laughs> so we always had first and second row. And in 78, when he came out there and just hit the guitar, nobody had ever heard anything like that. It was just so amazing. And throughout all of the 80s, you had all these young up-and-coming guitar players wanting to be half as good as him. So Eddie, Eddie Van Halen, for, for someone my age or, or your age, Bill, was the gold standard, right? I'm, I was too young to see Hendrix live, um, but Eddie Van Halen was... I'll, I'll give you my reflections on what Van Halen, especially the group, and Eddie, the guitarist, meant uh, for me growing up. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Air. Oh, tomorrow on the show, uh, senatorial candidate John Ossoff will join us. News, weather, and traffic next on 95.5 WSB. Hi, this is Valerie Bertinelli, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Timely drop there, Longoria. Valerie Bertinelli, of course, the ex-wife of Eddie Van Halen, who passed away today at the age of 65. Welcome back to The Mark Aram Show. Deborah Green, our official rock expert from our sister station, 97 won the river. Uh, throat cancer, is that the, what they're saying the cause of Yeah, so he had was? tongue cancer and defeated that, and then throat tongue cancer. cancer. Yeah, oh, he actually wow. had like a third of his tongue removed. Oh. I know, and then throat cancer came back, and that's ultimately is what they're saying. Jeez, uh, rest in peace. I, I, on a personal note, I did not like Eddie Van Halen personally because he married my crush, the aforementioned Valerie Bertinelli. But Van Halen in Connecticut in the 80s, there was nothing bigger, nothing cooler. In my high school, Torrington High School, which is, it is what it is, um, when I was there, the two coolest things on the planet were Van Halen and Eddie Murphy, right? That was it. We emulated everything that Eddie Murphy did and everything that Eddie Van Halen did. Like, that was the epitome of culture in northwestern Connecticut in the late 80s. If you, I mean, people, like, we, we, Adopted the uh, the talking style of Eddie Murphy, you know, from Beverly Hills Cop. Like we would, it was amazing the cultural influence, especially at that time in your life when you're, you know, in high school and and culture can just, you know, saturate everything, every asset and facet of your life. It was all Van Halen and all Eddie Murphy. They were the two coolest things uh, when I was in high school. It, it, it's incredible. Def Leppard made a run. 
They did make a run. That would have come a little bit later, though, yeah. right? And they wouldn't have been around if he didn't have Van Halen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so just a, a huge loss to the to the uh, rock world. Again, I got mad at Eddie because in 1981 he married Valerie Bertinelli, who I, I specifically remember being my first crush ever from one day at a time. Yep. I was, I don't know, five or six. I was like, oh, yeah, that's those. I like that. That's that's yeah, I like that. I like, I that. like that. That's what I like. <laughs> that's what that's what I like. I like brunettes. Uh, that's what I and uh when he when she got married, I was 8 and I was crushed. I was <laughs> like eight. I was like what's going on? How no, you got to wait for me, Valerie. I even brought that up in that interview. Maybe we'll re-air that on Friday, but uh so I was never a fan of Eddie Van Halen, the person, uh cuz he stole my true love, but uh Van Halen, I mean when we were in football practice in the in the weight room, it was Van Halen. It, like maybe they would sneak in another song, like an Iron Maiden song or something, um, or Metallica, my senior year. But man, it was wall to wall Van Halen. I got a funny Van Halen concert story too. I'll tell you a little bit later in the show. Uh, your reflections on the passing of Eddie Van Halen, and and what were the coolest things? Be it an actor, a comedian, a musician, a band. When you were in high school, that that was the epitome of coolness. When you were in high school, just to get a cross section of of where our listeners are. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. Monty joins us in Ackworth. Monty, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. All right. I don't know if you have an official topic tonight because I'm a little late tuning in. We're all over the map. Go ahead, buddy. All right. That's great. You know, everybody's complaining about the year 2020, and I'm right at the top of that list because uh, I'm an old, probably one of your oldest listeners. I wanted to, what, what was the best year? of your life and uh, I'll start it off and why and it was 1948 okay and there was one one TV station in Atlanta Georgia it was channel 8 you know who that was I, I'm assuming is WSB because we've been around That's for exactly 70 right. 74 yeah, years good. yeah we just had yeah. a, celebrated our 74th uh, birthday WSB TV yeah okay and uh, yeah and I'm 78 but I remember it well. 1940, that was the year I started the first grade, and there are a lot of things that we have today we didn't have then. I like would imagine. <laughs> cell phones, colored. We didn't have a TV. Either. Yeah. Uh, tennis shoes. Nobody had tennis shoes. We just grew calluses on our feet in the summer. What did you uh, – all right, so no tennis. This is an interesting conversation, Monty. What would you wear to school? Like boots or dress shoes? What would you wear on your feet to go to school? Just the same shoes you wore, and you had your Sunday shoes, okay? But, what, the, what, went to but what kind of then. shoes were the same shoes? Like, give me where they. Uh, I think they were just leather shoes. Okay, you know? gotcha. I don't think rubber Buster had Browns? been invented. <laughs> the, the Buster Brown loafers. Yeah, uh, no, they were tied up. I remember, okay. you know, I always had to untie your shoes. Yeah. And, uh, People today don't know what a stump toe is, but you lived live the whole summer with stump toes because you were barefoot. You know? Sure, yeah. Yeah. And, but you had home-cooked meals, you held hands, you said to bless them, Sunday dinner, you know, and you had lots of stuff to do outside. Everybody, and you rode your bicycle. A lot of people had paper routes, and nobody locked their doors. And uh, it was just a better time. What was, what you, was uh, I'm sorry to jump in, Monty. What was the first Van Halen concert you went to? Never did. I'm just kidding, buddy. I'm just kidding. Well, that's a great call, Monty. Listen, I would love to talk to you uh, more in depth about uh, your life because he sounds like an interesting thing. But we got to we got to take a break for traffic. But I appreciate you calling and I appreciate you listening. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. 
Eddie Van Halen, Van Halen, Eddie Murphy, the coolest things when I was in high school. Nothing cooler than Van Halen and Eddie Murphy. What about when you were in school? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Uh, bad news for uh, our political analyst, Charles Thomas III from TheRevenant.com. Uh, your BFF, Stephen Miller, has tested positive for COVID. Uh, that's just coming out in the last couple of minutes there. So more co- positive COVID tests. We will continually update the president's condition and the spread in the administration here throughout the overnight hours. And, of course, complete coverage tomorrow morning starting Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slay at 430. You ever met Stephen Miller, Charles Thomas III? I have not. Talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting cat. He is. I uh, I respect him for this. Like he tried doing that pour on hair for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, work. You met, you know, like the stuff oh, yeah. that you like you pour yeah, yeah, yeah. follicles on, mm-hmm. yeah. and then he did. He after he he saw how bad he looked. He's like, all right, I'm going to go back to the receding hairline. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Um, speaking of hair, hair bands. Van Halen, rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, no, was that a was that a stretch? I don't know that they would have called Van Halen well, a hairband, yeah, even I, though David Lee Roth. They had the hair. Yeah, but they wouldn't have been a hairband. Uh, by the way, Jews Nugget Longoria, David Lee Roth, Jewish. The Semites. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. All right. Just in case people didn't know, <laughs> Eddie Van Halen, not Jewish. Uh, Kim is in Atlanta. Kim, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Great, great. I have an, a Van Halen show that I saw that was fam- fabulous. Um, I saw them probably about 82 or 83 at the Gator Bowl Ooh. in Florida, and they opened for the Rolling Stones. What a concert. Holy smokes. Yeah. And, and they could have carried that show by themselves yeah, no without doubt. the Rolling Stones. They were so good, but they have a double bill with them. But, you know, because a lot of times when you had an opening band, people would just kind of not pay attention. Yeah, you filter in, you're talking, oh, you're drinking. But they were big already. And they had such presence and their musicianship. I mean, um, I mean, at that time, they could have carried a bill themselves. Oh, yeah. But, I bet they just yeah. did that to, for the experience of tour. Like, they could have toured on their own. The Stones often oh, sure. would just ask to, bands to open for them. Yeah, as an honor. Yeah, just uh, to hang with the Rolling Stones. Like, and, if you think um, about it, so now in 2020, you look back on it. Like the Van Halen just epitomized the eighties. What the eighties I mean, oh, they started in the seventies, but like just we don't care about anything. We're just gonna party and rock and roll and have a good time and and what I think really helped Van Halen too, for me personally in my generation was so I wasn't around in the late seventies. I wasn't be able to go to concerts, but when MTV came out and then they crushed those videos, the hot for teacher video, Longoria still plays that at home. Every night. Russ joins us in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk. You a big Van Halen fan there, Russell? I saw them twice, and I saw Hendrix, believe it or not. Oh, no kidding. Did your dad hook you up with tickets? Well, yeah, I was 10 years old. They were at the Atlanta Pop Festival, and I saw Hendrix. So that was kind of cool. That is, that's amazing. I, I'm very jealous of that. Hendrix, The Doors, I'd love to have, to have seen either of them. Well, I'm 15 years older than you, so at <laughs> least, I did it. But. At least, Russ. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Van Halen was fun because uh, uh, all the girls would pull their clothes off and throw it on the stage. <laughs> you know, because of that that uh, David Lee Roth Yeah, guy. yeah. But what's funny is I only saw Van Halen once. 
and I saw him in 1991-ish, and it wasn't David Lee Roth. Was the, it would have been Sammy Hagar. Sammy at that Hagar. Point, yeah. I mean, I still enjoyed the concert, but I never saw the original uh, group with. They the last time the David Lee Roth played with them was actually at Music Midtown, like. Four years ago? Really? Yeah, it was the last time they played together. Uh, yeah, I missed that. Um, I'm too old for Music Midtown these days. You have fun in the mosh pit, Debra Green. I'm, I'm done. Um, Russ, any thoughts you want to send along? Uh, Chuck can, can text the president if you want to send along your well wishes. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, you know, I love Trump. I don't care what happens. I'm going to go through riots, whatever it takes to go vote for him. Uh, there won't be riots. You go ahead and it'll be a peaceful vote. You'll be fine. Cast your ballot. Do your American duty. Be patriotic. But don't worry about going to the polls. It'll be fine, Russ. Okay. Yeah. But uh, do you want to say anything to the president? Yeah, I love you. Thanks for everything you do. All right. There you go. Short and sweet, just like the way we like it. Russ, uh, hopefully we can squeeze you on uh, this Friday. We had to bump you because of the breaking news with the president. I apologize for that. But you understand the president's health, a little bit more important than never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's close. It's a close call. But, uh, yeah, but you take care there, Russell. Thanks, Mark. All right, buddy. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Oh, are you playing it? It's stereo, so I didn't hear it in my right ear. I'm sorry. I was like, hit the music, Longoria. Come on, stoic one. Uh, When we come back, more Von Halen. Von Halen. Van Halen and uh, roommates in the time of COVID. Interesting statistic that Deborah Green found out. 404-872-0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aaron. This is The Mark Aaron Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Show and a good a Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Whole gang here tonight, Deborah Green, the executive producer of the program, Longoria, the stoic one on the other side of the takeout window, Beefsteak Charlie, oh, oh, screens them calls. We'll get back to our remembrance of Eddie Van Halen, dead today at the age of 65, throat cancer, takes the rock and roll legend, one of the greatest guitarists of all time. I still want to know, when you were in high school, what were who were the coolest things? For me, it was Van Halen and Eddie Murphy. Everyone in my school loved Van Halen and Eddie Murphy. Eddie, everybody. Every click, the jocks, the wees, the the geeks, the what, <laughs> the dweebs, the losers, all those little uh, clicks from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Everyone, Sportos, the Bloods. Exactly, the Bloods, the Sportos, the nerds. We all loved Eddie Murphy and, and Eddie Van Halen. Whitefish, Montana. I would imagine would have had a different when you were growing up. But I mean, was it O'Neill Williams and uh, John Wayne? Like what was? Well, yeah, John Wayne, obviously. <laughs> Uh, no, ACDC. Really? When nobody was a big Van Halen. I, there's a few, but I wasn't. You're a little younger than me, so maybe the, the a couple yeah. of years earlier would have been. Yeah. Longoria, growing up in uh, Texas, 
Yeah, you, I think it was Metallica was around my yeah, time. Metallica my was, senior year of high school, yeah. Metallica became the more thing. More than Van Halen. Sure. Like the generation, before, I mean, the kids before me, like, you know, grew up in the 80s and yeah. stuff, they were Van Halen. Yeah, but I could see of, that but, yeah. 100%. Was, Metallica was big in Montana, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When I was in high school, then Metallica took over. Yeah. What about you, Deborah Green, growing up in Wisconsin? I mean, my uncle would have been into Van Halen, so that's how I would have known it. But yeah. so I was in high school, would have been the end of the 90s. So whatever leftover grunge, I was big into Nine Inch Nails, Stone Temple pilots pearl jam pearl jam yeah, yeah. when i stuff. in uh the mid 90s it was pearl jam and that whole grunge thing and uh every single shirt in my wardrobe was uh flannel like every single shirt you still have any of those i, I don't ever throw anything away so yes yes i absolutely I, still i'd have. like to see your flannel all right yeah. absolutely uh so we'll talk about that also uh deborah green came up with this story um it's like a little lighthearted covid 19 story i'm sick of the the, the, the tough stuff uh check this out one in four singles have hooked up with their roommates during lock, lockdown. Oh, yeah, I see that. 25%. Absolutely. During desperate times, you got to do what you got to do or whom you have. A new survey released Tuesday by online dating company Match.com found that nearly 25% of singles who reported having uh, uh, coitus during lockdown did so with a non-romantic roommate. One of the many ways Americans have had to adapt during the coronavirus pandic- pandemic. I don't care if you've you've diddled the roommate during COVID-19. <laughs> but I, I, am I weird? I have never had a, uh, a platonic female roommate. Really? I've never lived with a, a, a woman that I wasn't romantically involved with. That's true, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you guys done yeah. that? Oh, yeah. No, no, I haven't. Yeah, because we're, you know, upstanding young men. Yeah, uh, yeah, you are. You've had a female <laughs> yeah. platonic roommate? Yeah, a couple. How, well, what was the circumstances around that? We worked at the same TV station. Okay, I lived with my girlfriend at the time, but they lived with us. Oh, okay. All right. So there was your girlfriend yeah, still I, with you. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was no hanky-panky No, 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 on. not at all. There yeah. would, I don't think there would have been anyway, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm not opposed. To, I wouldn't have been opposed to living with sure. uh, a female, but it just never happened. I've always had male roommates. Deborah, have you ever had a platonic male roommate? Absolutely. They're the easier roommates to have. Really? Yeah, just They're... find some dude that you're friends with <laughs> or that you're not even friends with. Just live in the other room and pay yeah. the bills. And yeah, the, Those but, are the best roommates. But dudes are sloppy. But they had their own room. All right. So as long as their room... Every, they, the, yeah, I never went in there. Girls. Just just pay the bills. The communal area was fine as long as... Th- their room could be messy as long yeah. as the kitchen yeah, and the Yeah, just clean the room. kitchen. That's fine. Did you ever hook up with any of them? Absolutely not. No. No, that's why they were my roommates. Okay. Yeah, they, they were like my not my type at all. And that's yeah, why... Yeah, you I, always want to pick one that you... Yeah. No, you, it's yeah. like... Not uh, even Christina really, really drunk. the secretary. Sure. You should have went with the... Yeah. <laughs> He picked the one that he was not attracted to yeah. and wound up hooking up with her anyway, up with her which anyway. is which nope. is what's going on in COVID. So these 25% of roommates that are hooking up, they probably had that same thought process you did, Deborah. We're like, well, I'm not interested in this person. But, you know, times get tough. Yeah, after four months, you're my, just like, wow. My type is so specific. They don't run freely around cities. You have to go to <laughs> hunting grounds stallions. to get them. But still, <laughs> so, I country. mean, during yeah. during a pandemic, like it's like like when I was a bachelor, and I'd get hungry at midnight, and I'd go to my fridge, and I would eat whatever was there, yeah. right? Beggars can't be choosers. You wouldn't have thought in a pandemic, Deborah? I, I'll show you. If I can find some <laughs> photos of my roommates, you'll be like, oh, I get it. Uh, well, uh, well I can show you some Here's photos. Here's the thing. Girls are not guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah that's absolutely. Yeah, it's just, yeah. But it takes two to tango for this it, stat it to work. It yeah, does. but I bet you the guy's more like the one, the so let's initiator. Be you know, that's like, more of a guy thing. Yeah, yeah. 
like, come on. I mean, it's been four months. And yeah. she starts thinking about it. And it takes another month. And all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just wore down. You know, you're there for machine. five months. You're going to wear it down at some point. Yeah, like yeah. two days into the lockdown, the dude's like, all right, we're going to, yeah. this is going to yeah. happen. <laughs> but it, it took the female roommate five or six months yeah. to yeah. finally, like, all right, I don't even have the willpower anymore. <laughs> You know, if you pay for Uber Eats, we'll we'll do it. We'll, it'll happen tonight. I just I thought I was in the majority with Longoria that I've never had a a platonic uh, roommate of the opposite sex. Has anyone had a roommate of the opposite sex? And and how did that work out? Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Kent joins us in Jasper, Georgia. Kent, thanks for hanging on. Welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it, buddy. What's cooking? Well, I was thinking you and I need to meet an arm wrestle somewhere because <laughs> you have a crush on Valerie as well. I'm, I'm going to assume just by the the, the uh, depth and uh, tone of your voice, you would you would beat me in arm wrestling, Ken. I don't think I would I would <laughs> hold a candle to you. Yeah, but I'm an antique. I'm like 63 years <laughs> Still, old. So you got to get run, buddy. Yeah, voice voice alone. I think you got me in the arm wrestling. <laughs> well, I spent a lot of time over in Japan promoting bands. I was never into Van Halen. But uh, I had an import-export company in Tokyo and used to promote a lot of different shows. And uh, I had uh, an encounter with uh, Valerie's old sister from the TV show. Oh, I've had her on the show, yeah. Um, Oh, gosh, what's her name? Mackenzie Phillips? Mackenzie, yeah. Yeah, Mackenzie Phillips. Mackenzie Phillips. Yeah. Her and Spanky. uh, I guess she took over... uh, the other woman that ate the sandwich and passed away. Wait, uh, Spanky from the Little Rascals? Yeah, yeah. She took over. She was singing with Mamas and Papas, and uh, Mama Cass had passed away. Okay. So Spanky came over, and she took Mama Cass's spot. Gotcha. And Susie, she came in, and she was doing backups with her father. And uh, huh. Papa John, but uh, at any rate, it was a lot of fun, but that's the closest I got to Valerie. Well, that's I've I've interviewed her on the phone a couple times, and it's like she's hung up on me both times. <laughs> like she's been like, "All right, this is way too awkward. Um, I gotta go now." Uh, but oh my god, Valerie Bertinelli! I was crushed at eight years old when she married Eddie Van Halen. So I was never since that day. I mean, I like Van Halen, but I was always a David Lee Roth guy because Eddie stole my the love of my life. Talking <laughs> Did you get that long, Gloria? Oh, all right, Darren, regroup, yes. <laughs> regroup. Tell your lady friend no, uh, no swearing, and we'll come back to you in just a second. Uh, make sure Darren's okay there, Chuck. Uh, John is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, John, what's going on? Well, I hope this story is as good as I think it is. Uh, actually, it's been included in the Van Halen uh, biography and Black Sabbath biography 1978 uh, uh, Van Halen opened up for uh, Black Sabbath and of course we really hadn't heard of of uh, Van Halen but they were great and of course obviously Eddie was great and we were all uh, taken with them but Black Sabbath never came on stage um, Apparently, Ozzy had gotten drunk and went to the same hotel that he went to in Birmingham the night before. Not the same hotel, but the same hotel room Mm -hmm. and passed out and never showed up. So back in those days, it wasn't that unusual for uh, concerts to 
for whatever reason, Almond Brothers or whoever, they were always late for their concerts. So that's we that's still true. Hour. That's still true today. I mean, the concert. I don't it, know, Deborah. You go to more concerts than I do, but do concerts ever start on time? Like that's that's historically. There's this new trend now where there's not even opening bands, and so you'll just get there and they're playing. But oh, really? Some of the larger ones, yeah, they'll start late. Yeah, I've waited for almost two hours for a concert to start. Is Darren good, Chuck? Do we got him? We ready to go? All right, Darren, welcome back to the show, buddy. What's going on? Oh man, sorry about the little interruption. That's there, all but, right. Uh, but been hanging for a while, and uh, you know things happen. But now, just uh, I remember my first time hearing Van Halen on a cassette, and that tells everybody the year, of course. Uh, a 69 Chevelle SS, and I had a girl pulled up that just, uh, her dad had just bought her a 1978 Corvette, Ooh. and we'd heard a couple of the songs off the, the, the CD, or the uh, cassette, she pulls up, wanting me to go for a ride in her new car, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 I've, I've got to finish listening to this, but Van Halen, they, just like you said, they were it back then, that's all... That's all you wanted to do was yeah. listen to Van Halen. They were they and were beloved. The crush on Valerie. I don't know any 14, 15, 16 year old <laughs> boy at the time, which is I was sixteen at that time. I didn't know any of them that didn't have a crush on yeah. her. I mean, after I was uh, I was like Sarah five Pops or six. Cheryl Ladd. Yeah, I was five yeah. or six, and I, and I never got into like the Charlie's Angels gals or. It was like Valerie struck me like a thunderbolt at a very young age, and that was it. I was at like the Cheryl Ladd, the uh, Farrah Fawcett's. Uh, I'm the other way. I go the other way with the. Wouldn't that have been even before Valerie Bertinelli? Yeah. You would have been even younger then, wouldn't you? Yeah, but I'm saying like historically that Valerie Bertinelli's been my type, not the Farrah Fawcett type. Or brunettes. Yeah, brunettes. Unlike Chuck, who I would imagine was a, a lover of the, the blondes, guessing with his hot wife neighbor now. <laughs> Don is in Marietta. Don, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. I love you guys, man. Uh, I remember the first time I heard Van Halen. Uh, it, I've been in and out of cover bands a long time growing up in Nashville, and I heard Van Halen coming back from California, and it was the covers. They covered Pretty Woman, and they covered The Kinks, You Really Got Me. And, I mean, they smoked these songs, and I'm going, man. We got to do some songs like that. And through <laughs> the years, we have smoked some really weird songs and, and, and had a lot of fun doing it. And man, Van Halen, at all the concerts I've ever been to, they're in the top three for the loudest concerts I've ever went to. Van I... Halen, Ted Nugent, and The Who were the loudest concerts I've ever attended. I will, attended. I will concur with that because, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you after the news at 730, my, my one Van Halen concert story, but it was, yeah. It was a loud concert. Uh, Eddie Van Halen, rest in peace, the age of 65. All Van Halen today spun by DJ Chris, no, DJ Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Uh, We'll come back, and I want to know, have you ever had a platonic roommate of the opposite sex? Because uh, in the time of COVID, not platonic anymore. They're hooking up. 404-872-0750-1800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Arab Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Welcome back to the show. Eddie Van Halen, gone way too soon. 72 degrees on Peachtree Street, 7 on the Mark Aram Show. Back sweat meter. Kirk Mellish's full forecast straight ahead. Back to the phones. Grant joined us in Decula. Grant, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Um, 
Yeah, I, my thing is, well, first of all, God bless uh, Eddie Van Halen, rest in peace. I was never a big Van Halen fan, uh, not for any reason. I just, I was a little older. Sure, you know, I, yeah, I came absolutely. up a little, a little, you know, before them. Uh, but, but no, it's terrible. It's terrible. He's a great guitarist. But on the roommate thing, <clears throat> back in uh, about probably 85, 86, I was in my late 20s, and I had an apartment, and my girl, I did have a girlfriend, and she had a condo. She owned a condo. And so I had a good friend that worked in a, a Buckhead restaurant, and he said, Hey, I got this girl. She doesn't have any, you know, she needs a place to stay, you know, or needs an apartment or roommate, whatever. You know, she wasn't homeless, but, you know, can you help her out? Can you need somebody? I said, yeah, she can move in. And it was strictly platonic. And then, uh, Three or four, five months go by, and everything was fine, and we were cool, and everything. She even, you know, went out with me and my girlfriend, and then she started kind of like, you know, hinting around like she wanted more. And I told my girlfriend, and she goes, "No, that's it. You can move in with me, give her the apartment, do whatever you like. I don't care. Get 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 rid of that. That's over with." <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, I, I, yeah, I couldn't imagine having a, a female platonic roommate. I mean, I could imagine it, but at some point, it's going to get a little weird and complicated. So at some point, Deborah Green, you're going to go to the fridge, and there's not going to be anything in there. Then you look in the pantry and go, oh, yeah, I forgot I had those Cheerios. Uh, we'll come back. More of your calls after news, weather, and traffic. 404. Everyone's shaking their head at me. Literally everyone in the studio right now shaking their head at me. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Listening to the Seven Thirty Six. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Sixty-five years young, the uh, greatest guitarist of his generation, perhaps. I'm not an expert on the rock and roll music. Deborah Green, executive producer, who also uh, works at ninety-seven One The River, mm-hmm. our sister station. If you're talking about like late seventies, early eighties sound, definitely Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Uh, so gone too soon. I I had. A personal dislike for Mr. Van Halen. I got over it when he married my childhood crush, Valerie Bertinelli, in 1981. Uh, But uh, I'm okay now. I was okay with it. I I buried the hatch with Eddie. I'm sad to see him go. Van Halen, Eddie Murphy, the two coolest things when I was in high school, uh, universally beloved. When you were in high school, what actor or actress or musical group was universally beloved? 404-872-0751-800-WSB-TALK. Also, uh, studies show that 25% of platonic uh, roommates have hooked up during the quarantine. Have you ever had a roommate of the opposite sex that you weren't in a relationship with. 404-872-0751-800, WSB-TALK. Michael's in Norcross. Michael, welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing? What's up, buddy? Uh, well, no on the platonic roommate thing. Um, and I'm, I'm like you. Valerie told me that she was going to wait for me, and I was right <laughs> exactly. upset when Eddie married her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I will never forget I, I fell in love with her when I saw her one day at a time. Um, and I had to buy the same Van Halen recording, which I really enjoy the music. I uh, didn't like him, of course, because he married her. But I had to buy the same recordings four different times because when I graduated high school in 80, in 75, so I bought the album. And then, of course, I had to buy the 8-track because you, know, yeah, you had oh, to have man. it in your car. That's the thing. If you're you... of a certain age, uh, sorry to interrupt you, um, like me, 
I had to buy certain albums three different times, right? I had to get it in cassette. Yeah. And right. I had to get it on CD, and then I got to get it digitally. Like I've just been paying and paying and paying for years. And for you know the what they're music. and you know what they're back to now, of course. Now vinyl. they're back to the album. Which oh yeah, is I forgot about vinyl. <laughs> yeah, I'm old enough to <laughs> but, have bought vinyl for sure. Yeah, but um, I, I hang I hang out with a group that was in to, to rock and stuff, so I, I was able to see Led Zeppelin um, when, when I was in high school. Uh, my, my dad was very liberal with me and let me go to different concerts. So I got to see them and got to see uh, Carlos Santana, which I, I about the only person I could think of, and um, I never saw Jimi Hendrix, although I've seen movies and what have you and listened to his recordings, but to me, I'd put Carlos Santana's guitar playing up against Eddie Van Halen's. I think that would be a, a really good uh, you know, duel there. Both of them were, were excellent. Sure, um, Santana. Um, r- real quick, I, I'm trying to get my buddies from high school on to, t- to uh, corroborate this Van Halen story. I've told them before on the show, uh, what do you think Chuck's watching on Netflix right now? Hunting show? Maybe ben that Halen, show no. you told him? Oh, yeah. The uh, Social Dilemma. So I was entering at a radio station in Litchfield, Connecticut, 97.3 WZBG. And it was basically like a so- a softer version of B98. Okay? So that's what I was working a at. A softer version? A softer wow. version. Wow. So I was interning in the morning show, and I would write news, and they let me actually do the sports on the air. Uh, and they had a stack. I don't know why they got a stack of Van Halen tickets. I mean, it's like B98 giving away Van Halen tickets. But they had a stack. When was this? 1993, maybe? Okay, you would have had some ballads in there. Maybe, yeah. So, But none of the listeners wanted them. Because, you know, we have that sometimes. We give away. Anyway, so I, had like, so I called. This is pre-cell phone days. I called everyone I knew. I've got tickets for Van Halen. They're playing at the uh, Groton base, uh, the Naval base in Groton, Connecticut. Other side of the state for me, but it's a small state. Who wants to go? So I get like eight buddies to go. And we drive out there, and it's, I don't know, maybe an hour and 15, hour and 30 minutes from my my town to the naval base. And again, this is not David Lee Roth Van Halen. This is Sammy Hagar Van Halen. Loudest concert outdoor, but it was just crazy. And like half of us were, like I had to get up the next morning and intern at the radio station. And like a couple of other guys were old older than me and, you know, didn't want to deal with the the crowds and everything. So we left before the concert ended. But again, this is pre-cell phone days. So there's like four of us and there's four still out there. So we were like, all right, uh, we'll go back to my car. I'm like, we'll leave a note on the other car saying, hey, we left. Peace out. That's it. Because there's no cell phones. You can't tell anyone you left. So we assumed that the four of them were together like the four of us. They weren't. My buddy uh, Ted's brother, Rob, drove the other car he got back to the car saw the note didn't do the math in his head that we could not fit seven people into my my car and left by himself leaving three other people at the uh at the thing so maybe i'm doing that there's two other people left over so five of us left and three stayed whatever and he drove home and the two people that were left were two of my best friends jeff and lena and they go back to the car the parking lot's empty both cars are gone there's nothing there and there's no cell phones. You can't call anybody. So they had to time it out and wait like an hour and a half to then call Rob's home and be like, um, <laughs> hey, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. So they call up and uh, Ted answers, who who I drove back home, uh, who was Rob's brother. And he's like, hello. It's like one in the morning. And they're like, Teddy, where are you? We're still at the concert. He's like, what? 
why didn't Rob bring you back? Well, he's like, well, I don't know. Everyone's gone. You got to come get us. So Ted, who just driven an hour and a half back, has to go back an hour and a half to pick him up. And as he's pulling out of his driveway, his brother Rob is coming on. And, and Rob rolls down his window and he goes, where, what's going on, man? Where are you going? He goes, oh, Lena and Gator are still at the freaking that blah, 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 blah. So he's like, oh, that sucks. And then he oh, no. <laughs> so then he pulls in, and then Teddy has to drive an hour and a half. Meanwhile, it's like daytime now oh. after that, and Lena and Gator were sitting in front of like a quickie mart in Groton, like just reading a magazine they found in the garbage. <laughs> and Teddy picked them up, and he just opened the door. He's like, get in. And they drove back the hour and a half oh, without saying a word. And I was home, I was home asleep when they, they knew better to call me, but uh, no cell phones, right? But they never went to another Van Halen concert. I don't know if they, uh, they still might be scarred. They're so scarred. They don't want to call. I was like, call and tell me because uh, they remember the story better because they were in it. I was, this is all secondhand for me, but they had to find change for a pay phone. They might even had to call collect because they didn't have change oh, sure. for the pay phone. Ah, oh, unbelievable. Just a bad moment in our friendship. I, I had good intentions. I got him in hailing tickets. Uh, Michael's in Covington. Michael, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, that one, uh, Ted Clark, was it on the Mark Aram show? What, Ted Clark, uh, The Adventures, remember that? I can barely hear you, Michael. I said that one uh, there. All right, we lost Michael. Talking about Ted Clark's Adventures. I don't know if that means anything to you. Okay, the kickstand. Ted Clark, the kickstand. Thomas is in Buford, Georgia. Thomas, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thanks, Mark. Uh, Got to start off by saying R.I.P. E.V.H. Um, oh, the other E.V.H. Big... Yeah, the other E.V.H. Well, uh, well, Eddie Van. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, my brother was a big fan, but I was just a little bit too young. But he had the posters all over the walls, and you know, I listened to a lot of the music against my will, but uh, I'm glad he did that for me. I was the same way with uh, Barbara Streisand growing up. My parents would play that ah, yes. all the time, yes. Uh, to the point where I, I actually I got, got indoctrinated, and I, I don't mind her music anymore. Kind of reminds me of my childhood. Well, I was calling about the platonic roommate. Yes. Um, my uh, my wife and I, we've been married for about 15 years, but uh, right be- about a year before we got married, uh her best friend moved in with us and uh, actually lived with us till about six months after we got married. How did that and, work uh, out? It was, it was completely fine. They're still best friends. Um, my friends just couldn't understand it. They couldn't fathom it. And uh, we'd be out, you know, playing video games in the living room, and she would come walking out in these short shorts and, like, a wife beater. And my friends, you know, jaws would just drop to the floor, and they'd be like, is your wife okay with this? Like, well, she's right there, and she's the one who suggested it. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's I think so. that's okay, right? Because your wife is there, right? So it's different if you, if you're by yourself. So uh, I was living with a, a girl, and my buddy, one of my good friends, was going through a divorce, and he asked if he could crash with us, and I was like, yeah, no problem. So he stayed with us for like three months before my girlfriend was like, all right, get this dude out of here. Like I was like, really? I she's had like, that happen. She's too. like, yeah, this is enough is enough. I was like, I'm, you know. Like, if you called me Longoria, and you're, God forbid, you were going yeah. through a tough time, you could stay at my place as long as you want. Oh, yeah, yeah. But my ex was like, all right, three months, that's it, get him out of yeah, here. Yeah. I was like, whoa, all right. Oh, my girlfriend went so far as to, like, go apartment shopping, like, got him <laughs> oh, out. She's like, oh, no, nice. she, yeah, she circled one. She's like, we're leave, we're going today. She made him go with her yeah. to get him out of the house. Like, wouldn't you have done the same thing in my shoes? Like, one of your best dudes? Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, not a question. and it's not like he was staying in our room. Like, I had a spare bedroom. And I made him walk the dogs and stuff. Like he was, <laughs> I made him do stuff. He was doing chores. <laughs> I didn't think there was anything wrong with it, but apparently three months was the uh, the limit. Carl's in Kennesaw, Georgia. Carl, welcome to the show. 
Thanks, sir. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? Well, I want to say, may Eddie Van Halen rest in peace. I took David Lee Roth's side in the split, but he was still a phenomenal <laughs> guitarist. Absolutely. Uh, as far as platonic opposite gender uh, roommates go, I've been in that situation five times in my life. Okay. And I'm now 45. Uh, twice, it turned into some sort of a relationship. Not surprising. Three yeah, three times, it stayed platonic. And mostly because I was in the Navy at the time, so it wasn't really going to go anywhere beyond anything. I think it might, it depends when you do it in life, too, right? So if you're 21, that there's a greater risk of it turning into something than if you're 61 and you have a platonic roommate, right? At 21, yeah, yeah, you know, the, the, the randiness Much, rate is high. Yeah. At six, well, at 46, I could have a platonic roommate right now and be fine with it. Be like, whatever, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 21, I think, I think age matters when it comes to platonic. I, I love the stories of, uh, older folks, uh, widows and widowers, whatever, and they lose their their betrothed, and then they find uh, whether it's whether it's a romantic relationship or not, but they get together later in life and they have companionship. Mm -hmm. I, I love those kind of stories where it's like, oh, uh, Herb lost his wife of Betty of forty seven years, and Cindy lost her husband Joe, and they met at Green Grove Retirement Community, and and now they're like. The couple, you know, right. I, I think that's right. uh, heartwarming. So, um, when Bruce takes over <laughs> your family, don't don't give up, Chuck. Not all I'll will try be not, lost. I'll try not to. You'll eventually find love at uh, I'll try not the to. Green Grove Retirement Home. Green Grove Retirement Home, by the way, from the Sopranos. That was the fancy uh, retirement home that Livia Soprano and Paulie Walnuts put his mom in. Green Grove. This court brought to you by Green Grove Retirement on the Mark Aram Show. One segment to go. Eddie Van Halen is gone. I still can't believe it. 65 years old. We'll finish it up with your calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Welcome back. Final segment of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, Eddie Van Halen, dead at the age of 65. Susan in Gainesville joins us. Susan, welcome hey. to the program. Hey, hey, hey. This is my first time on any radio show. Oh, my goodness. I'm so I, honored. Welcome. I, I never do this. But I just have a couple things to say because I'm 67, and I was married to um, um He's dead now. I didn't kill him. Uh -huh. But um, he, he was a music promoter. He worked for EMI, uh, United Artists, whatever. Okay. But anyway, but before that, I mean, when I was 11 years old, my first concert was the Beatles. Oh, wow. That's a little better than most people's first concert. I know. I just had to brag a little bit because I don't get to do that very often. But uh, I was 11 years old. We went, remember uh, the Fulton County. I mean, Fulton Stadium yeah. down, yeah, that's gone now. That's where they were, and that was so cool. I went with my mother and my sister, <laughs> but it was so, so cool. I've met a lot of people in Atlanta that went to that concert. That was like a big, big deal. It was a big part of their, uh, their North American tour, if you were, Deborah Green. I'll leave the music stuff to you, but that I do know. Gary's up next to the Mark Arab Show. What's cooking up, Gary? Hey, my first concert, Doobie Brothers at the New Haven 
Connecticut Coliseum. Oh, wow. Did you get good pizza after the concert, I hope? <laughs> of course. I don't know if you've been there, but you remember the spirally driveway, the ramps that went down from the parking garage? I do not Very- know. Okay, well, difficult to maneuver. Um, let's see. And then the, the roommate thing. You know, my dad's got a roommate, and uh, my mom died about 18 months ago. He's got a roommate who's he's 81, she's 83, and I can tell you that uh, that the is, conundrum definitely exists at that age. Is there love in their eyes? Oh, well, I'll put it to you this way. I won't identify him, but... Uh, uh, a uh, minister told me he saw them together and they were hot and heavy. So wow. if a that, look at that. You. Good for them. I mean, I, I mean, all due respect to your dear departed ma, but I'm glad that 80. Man, I don't know if I make it to 80. I'm done. Yeah, I don't even know if I'll make it to 80. Yeah, that, that'll <laughs> I'll be, be a, lucky if I make it to that'll 60. That'll be a rough one. I want you to make it to tomorrow, Longoria, because oh, we've got a big day tomorrow. We do. I'm here. For uh, it. We have the Governor Kemp COVID-19 press conference tomorrow at 9 a.m. We'll air that live. Um, continuing coverage of the president's health. Hopefully he'll get better. Tomorrow night on my show, uh, senatorial candidate John Ossoff will join us. And then the debate uh, coverage begins right after our show at 8 p.m. with Chris Chandler. And then we'll bring the debate to you live. Hopefully it happens. Hopefully they get things squared away. Uh, the vice presidential debate, the only one on the schedule. Uh, but if it goes, you will hear it live here on WSB. So uh, wake up with Scott Slade tomorrow morning, of course. 9 a.m. we'll cover uh, Governor Kemp's press conference. Coming up at uh, the Mark Aram Show, I think at 7, we'll hear from John Ossoff and then debate coverage at 8. So we got you. We got you locked up. Soup to nuts tomorrow on the uh, Mark Aram Show, Longoria. So at least make it to tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'll be here. Let's do uh, Star of the Show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? I'm at a loss. I don't know. Anyone I'd want to chime in? Nothing? Cricket? Sanjay? Do we give it to Sanjay? He was good. Sure. Yeah, sure. Sanjay would be good. Sanjay and Erickson. Okay. <laughs> Sanjay and Eric yeah. get stars of the yeah. show. I haven't given to Eric one in a long time. All right. Big day tomorrow. Big day tomorrow. Do not change that dial. Uh, it's it's going to be listening to the to WSB Radio all day long tomorrow. Not that it isn't every day, but especially tomorrow. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook Mark Aram WSB. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. No other loving baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.